Good morning, y'all. How's everybody doing this morning? You guys are looking good, looking good, but uh, you guys need to make a little bit more noise than that. I know you guys stopped by the cafe. I know you got your caffeine. How's everybody doing this morning? There we go. That's a lot better. So, hey, right now, um, for the next couple of weeks, we are kind of in a little bit of a unique situation where we are all here in the sanctuary together uh, in one service. So what I want to do is we haven't done meet and greets for a while, and that's still kind of on hold. But if you guys would, if I can have this side of the church, go ahead and stand up this morning. And I want you guys just to take a quick second. Welcome the people to your left. Say good morning. Give some air hugs. Give some love. Welcome everybody this morning. I could almost hear you. Guys, I know you can do better than that. I want you guys to go ahead and stand up. Say good morning to everybody on the right-hand side of the church. Welcome them to home church this morning. Now I know who was at the cafe this morning. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for, uh, for joining in on that little meet and greet. Uh, we would also like to say good morning and welcome everybody that joined us online as part of our live stream or our podcast. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and joining us. We're excited to have you with us this morning. Uh, we have another amazing word uh, from our pastor this morning. So we are very, very excited about that. Uh, church, as we get started this morning, uh, we're going to welcome all of the kids that are here to come down to the front as we are going to open up with our children's church. So at this time, we're going to welcome Miss Anita. That's the second good morning. I'm glad to see everybody's awake. Hey kids, does it ever seem like the bad boys and the bad girls are always winning? Uh, the mean girl, the one who puts her nose up at you and maybe gets invited to all the parties that you wish you could be invited to? Or maybe the bully uh, who pushes you off the swings or shoves you out of the way at the halls at school and always gets away with it? When the bad guys and the bad girls seem to be winning, remember this important truth. God's not finished yet. Yeah, there will be days when it seems like the devil and all the bad stuff he stirs up are getting bigger than the good stuff. The devil would love for you to think he's winning. Doesn't help it. Doesn't happen. Not at all. Let me tell you a not-so-secret secret. The devil doesn't want you to know this, but it comes from the Bible. In the end, God wins. No doubt about it. And God doesn't just barely win. He doesn't cross the finish line by a second or two before the devil the score isn't 99 to 98 with two seconds left. God wins completely. 
No question about it. It's not even close. When Jesus rose from the dead, he beat the devil once and for all. Game over. When you choose to be on God's team, to follow him and to love him, you win too. One of the worst defeats in football history was back in October of 1916. Anybody go to the game? No, okay, guess not. Georgia Tech defeated Cumberland College in Tennessee with a score, are you ready for this? 222 to zero. Yep, that's correct. Cumberland didn't score a single point. They never even got close. It was a huge victory for Georgia Tech, but that's nothing close to God's victory over the devil. The devil's still fighting. Yep, he's still stirring up trouble. That won't stop. And sometimes he seems to be winning. But you can be brave because in the end you know God will win. In John 16:33 it says, "In this world you will have trouble. But cheer up. I have defeated the world." Sometimes it seems like the devil is always right there. But remember, with God, you've already won the victory. Game over, God wins. Okay, kids, I've got footballs for you today. But I don't think Pastor Carlos would want a bunch of footballs rolling down the aisle. So you come and see Miss Beth Ann and Crystal after church, and we've got footballs for all you guys. Have a good day, and remember, God loves you. All right. Thanks, kids, for joining us this morning. Miss Anita, thank you so much for your message. We certainly appreciate it. So, church, before we get started this morning, we have just a couple of quick announcements. Uh, First off, as I had mentioned earlier, uh, we are going to be having just uh, a single service for the entire month of February. So this is going to be every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. So that's going to continue all throughout the month of February. Uh, Staff and leadership, any of you that are here with us this morning, just a reminder that we are going to be meeting here in the sanctuary after service uh, so that we can take our staff picture. And finally... The Women's Aspire event. This is going to be taking place on March 18th at 7 p.m. So, absolutely, make some noise, guys. Um, let, let me tell you firsthand, any of the ladies that are here in attendance, last year I was blessed to be here and to be greeting the women with Pastor Carlos as they were coming in and as they were leaving the church. Every single woman that walked out that door from that event had a huge smile on their face. They were excited. They absolutely loved the night that they spent here. So make sure that you guys mark that date. You do not want to miss it. As soon as the tickets go on sale, make sure that you guys get a hold of them because the tickets are going to go fast. And at, I'm sorry. So the tickets are going to be available soon. They will, uh, I don't have all the details on that, but they will probably be available through the church office. 
And at this point, we are uh, going to actually watch a little video clip regarding the Aspire Women's Conference. So enjoy the video. Ladies of Home Church, my name is Mia Kane, and I'm one of the co-founders, hosts, and musicians for Aspire Women's Events. Our team is so very excited to be heading to your church, and we can't wait to fellowship with all of you. Aspire is a one-night event that's not just filled, but it is overflowing with laughter, learning stories, and music to encourage you and equip you. It is an amazing, fun-packed girls' night out. It's an event that's also an opportunity for you to invite your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers to hear biblical truth, to be refreshed, and to laugh. This is a great event where your church can continue to be a light in the community. On March 18th in Sparks, we have Bible teacher, author, and speaker Mary Shannon, comedian Sally Bauke, and music by me, Mia Kane. Hi, I'm Mary Shannon Hoffpower, and I can't wait to see you at an Aspire Women's event. You will walk in the room, and I promise you, you will make new friends as you laugh your guts out listening to our amazing comedians. And our worship girls, they're literally going to lead you into the throne room. And I promise you, I will do my due diligence and I will bring the word of God to you. That's what I love about Aspire. We are committed to the word of God. So in other words, come to an Aspire because you're going to laugh your guts out. You are going to sing your hearts out and I'm going to preach my brains out. I'll see you soon. Hi, I'm Sally Bauke, otherwise known as Funny Gal Sal. And I like to bring the funny to the Aspire Women's Events. I love being with Aspire Women's Events. It's a night of music and Bible teaching and comedy, and it's just a great time to get together with your friends and go have a laugh. And I encourage you to go if you never have been to one, because you won't regret it. Don't delay. Make plans today to join us for this one-night women's event with our amazing team of Bible teachers, comedians, and musicians Get your tickets, maybe even surprise someone and get them a ticket too, and we'll see you there. The video doesn't do the event justice. I'm just going to say that. So as you can see, it is going to be an amazing night. It's a time of worship, celebration, laughter, learning. So please make sure that you mark that date and come out and join us for the Aspire Women's Conference. Church, that's all I've got as far as our announcements go. So at this point, we're going to move into our time of giving and worship. So just a reminder, we do have the uh, three convenient ways that you can continue to give your tithes and offerings. Number one, if you're here in person with us and you brought your tithe with you, we have our offering box on the left-hand side as you exit our sanctuary doors. Uh, as always, we encourage you to give online. Uh, you can do so right through our website. And the other option you guys have would be to send your tithes and offerings in the mail and uh, just address that directly to the church offices. Church, go ahead and bow your heads with me as we open in prayer this morning. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day, God. We give you all the praise and glory and thank you for bringing us here safely, Lord. God, as we are collecting our tithes and offerings this morning, Lord, God, I just pray that you would bless these offerings, God. Multiply them and use them in ways that we can't even imagine to touch people's lives and let them know that you are here and that you are loved. God, I just pray this morning 
for our pastor uh, as he prepares to uh, lead us in another message, God. Lord, I pray that we are all here with open hearts and open minds, God. We came here because we knew we were going to find you here, God. God, I pray that you just fill this place. Let your presence be known. And God, I pray that lives are changed this morning. Lord, we ask these things in your name. Amen. Good morning, all. Let's stand and let's worship the Lord. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. Psalm 126, 3. Sing a little louder. Thank you. <laughs> I rejoiced with those who said to me, Let us go unto the house of the Lord. Psalm 122 1. Yeah. 
Father's care. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, um, what you will wear. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Matthew 26, 25. Matthew 6, 25 and 26.
Bow, bow your heads with me, church, this morning in the presence of God Almighty in his house. Dear God, we thank you for this morning. We give you the praise and the glory. We worship your name. It is you, and it's because of you why we're here this morning. And God, we're asking that you pour out your Holy Spirit, that your power come forth, Lord, before me and speak to every heart. All those who are home, all those who should be with us here this morning, who couldn't make it for whatever reason, Lord, you know, you know the situation. We pray that your hand be upon that situation. In Jesus' mighty name. We pray for all those who are sick in body this morning, that you would send your Holy Spirit, Lord, and remind them that you're in control and that they will be healed and they can be healed in Jesus' name. We're believing by faith, God, for our unsaved loved ones, for those who may be here this morning with us who aren't right with you, who don't know you, who haven't accepted you to be their Lord and Savior. We pray those, those prayers right now. We send out and we pray that your Holy Spirit just go forth to those homes, to our loved ones who need you. And most importantly right now, Lord, this morning, I just, I pray a blessing upon each and every family, each and every household, every single person, uncle, aunt, grandparent, teenager, child, Lord, we just thank you that we can be here in your house to receive your word, to worship you. Jesus mighty name we pray we thank you for all these things and we ask you to be here with us this morning in Jesus name we pray amen let's sing out that chorus one more time Jesus Jesus yeah, Jesus oh precious church one more time Jesus Jesus sing with your heart Amen. Thank you. Thank you, worship team. Thank you so much. You may be seated this morning. Amen. You may be, you may be seated this morning. Amen. Can we, can we just give another extra hand for our choir this morning? Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Well, who's ready to hear the word? Amen. Amen. Um, I don't know if you heard of the story, um, Adam and Eve. Uh, well, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We know that already, right? Uh, but Adam asked God one day, he said, he said, Lord, why did you make Eve so beautiful? And, and God said, well, I wanted you to adore her. I wanted you to love her. And I wanted to show off a little bit. 
Adam said, well, you did. He said, why? her eyes, like, but why did you make her eyes? Like, why are they, her eyes look more, more beautiful than the ocean you created? He said, because I wanted you to look into her eyes and remember how much you love her. I, I want you to adore her. He said, but her hair, her hair is so long and beautiful. Like, how did you do that? And, and why? He said, because I want you to love her, Adam. He said in her, just her, her body, everything about her. Is, is, is beautiful. Why'd you do that? And God said, well, because I want you to love her. He said, La- last thing, though, Lord, why did you make her so dumb? <laughs> and, and God said, well, Adam, I, I wanted her to love you. <laughs> and the lady said, amen, amen. This, this, morning, this, this morning, the sermon is not on marriage, but I say that to say this. How many know our God knows what he's doing? Amen? Amen. Amen. Ephesians 3.8, we're going to read this morning. Ephesians 3.8, we're just going to get right to it right here. This is Paul speaking to the church of Ephesus, okay? And so this morning is going to be a, a, a word of encouragement, a word of, uh, to lift your spirit. That's my prayer. But we're going to have to be honest with each other this morning, okay? So Ephesians 3, 8, right here, it says, To me, who I am less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles. The unsearchable, oh, I love that, the unsearchable riches of Christ. And to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God who created all things through Jesus Christ. Verse 10, to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places, according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. Verse 12, in whom we have boldness, And access with confidence through faith in Jesus. I want to read that verse again. In whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. Say that with me, church. Boldness, access with confidence through him. Again, boldness, confidence, access, confidence, and faith through him. Amen? Amen. I want to speak to everyone, including... um, like I said last week, including the teenagers and anyone who is suffering from depression, anxiety, uh, fear, and, and maybe you're struggling with confidence, not having confidence this morning. Um, the devil attacks when we're feeling this way. Trust me, I know. And it's frustrating. It makes us angry. We get anxious. We're, what's wrong with me? Why is this happening? And, but we need to know that when we start hearing these voices... Uh, well, maybe not hearing voices, because if you're hearing voices, let's pray for you this morning. But, it, but it, without, if you're hearing, how I many you know thoughts? Your thoughts. You start hearing those thoughts right away. You need to know those, those thoughts ain't coming from God. That's from the devil. And I want to talk about how God wants us to respond. Um, just because I read the Bible, just because I come to church, just because I know what's right, doesn't mean the devil's going to stop talking to me. Thank you. Amen. 
But by God's grace, we're going to say, I'm not listening. Devil, you need to talk to the hand because the brothers don't want to understand. Amen? And some people don't know how to do that. They give importance. They give credence. They give, uh, they, they give energy to what the enemy is saying. They give value to what he is saying. And we're, we're going to overcome this this morning. The devil wants to tell us, God don't love you. You're not really saved. Why are you even going to church? What's it matter? He ain't forgiving you. You've done too many things. The Apostle Paul is right here is talking to the church in Ephesus because some of these people experiencing the same thing. The church in Ephesus is having this challenge, and he's telling them, he's giving them words of encouragement, but also to reminding them they can be a dynamic church. Because the last thing we want to be a part of is a dry, dead, boring, unresponsive church. Amen? Amen. And I thank God for this church, for this house. As we're worshiping God, we love to worship. We love to read our word. That's the kind of church I want to be a part of, a church that loves to read their Bible, a church that loves to worship God, a church that works together, not backbiting and gossiping about one another. I thought I was going to get a little more amens than that. I'm getting nervous now. Thank you, sister. Appreciate that. A church that's working together, that loves to worship God. Looking, I'm looking forward to the day when we walk up in church and the music hasn't even started yet and people are worshiping God in the foyer. Amen? Amen? Amen. Well, we got to get extra security because people are going crazy just worshiping the Lord. But this church right here was a dynamic church because they listened to the words of Paul and put it into practice how to live the Christian powerful life. Not perfect. And I want you to walk with me as we go down these verses. I'm going to start at verse 8, and we're going to go all the way to 12. It says right here, to me, who I am less than all the least of the saints. Paul is saying, I am the least. Matter of fact, he takes it a step further. He says, you take, the, you take the least, I'm even less than that. I'm less than that. And what's so powerful about that is it shows me that God, he likes to use people who know they're not all that. He likes to utilize people who say, I can't, I can't do that. That's not me. Um, Paul's saying right here, this grace was given to me that I may preach among the Gentiles. That's me and you. If you're new to church, you are a Gentile, unless you're 100% Jew. We got any, any, anybody 100% Jewish in here? Okay, all right. He says, Paul's saying, God has given me some riches that you couldn't find if you searched for it yourself. That's powerful right there. Verse 9, and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery. I like this. He says, God gave me the grace to preach it, to help you see what the fellowship of the mystery is. God wants you to put this into practice, and he wants to put you in a relationship with the mystery and to help you see what the mystery is. And we're going to get right into this right here, which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God who created all things through Jesus Christ. The secret that God has has been hidden, but now it is time that it may be manifested. I like the verse 10 right here to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known to the church, to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. Don't lose me, church. Listen, 
Here's God's intentions. That the wisdom of God may be known by the what? Thank you, brother. By the church. Look at your neighbor and say, that's you. Look at your neighbor and say, that's you. You're the church. Amen? Amen. You and I are the church. To the principalities. Those are demons. How many know we're fighting a real enemy? It worries me when you go to school, you go to the high school, and you got more high schoolers talking about the devil and spiritual warfare than the church. We are in a real battle, church. There's real demons and our little ghosts floating around. The Casper ain't here. There's a real, there's a real enemy out there who's, who's, who's walking around like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. He says right here, to the principalities, those are demons, powers in the heavenly places. Those are also demons. God says, I have this, I have this mystery I want to give to the church. And when the church gets a hold of it, I want them to proclaim. I want them to proclaim it to the principalities. The Apostle Paul says, I'm going to tell you something. When the devil comes to you and starts talking to you about your children, starts trying to give you anxiety about something that's going on in your life, you got worry that you're not good enough, that you're defeated, that you're never going to go anywhere. He says, I have a little secret for you. God wants me to tell you. When the devil starts talking to you, you have the right and the authority to talk back to the devil. It's like, well, yeah, but it's, it's crazy how many of us don't do it. That's the last thing we do. We just contemplate. We just think on what he is saying. Verse 11, according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Jesus Christ our Lord. His, his, excuse me, church. His purpose is accomplished through Jesus Christ. Jesus is the key to all of this. But here's the life changer right here. Verse 12. In whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. Point number one, boldness. Somebody say boldness. Boldness. Thank you, sister. Boldness. Here's one of the unsearchable riches right here. What does boldness mean? Boldness means to be frank, um, without concealment, all out, to be blunt. It means to come to God and be blunt. Okay? Now, I didn't say, I didn't say have a blunt. Some of you are acting like you don't know what I'm talking about. It's okay. We're just going to keep moving forward. Some of, you know, some of you are honest with me. You say, hey, I know exactly what that is. Amen? I didn't say come to God and be, I, I said come to God and be blunt. Be honest. Be honest before God. You can come to God transparently. You, can, you don't have to pretend. You don't have to perpetrate. You don't have to come to God, come to church like nothing's going wrong in your life. It's okay to put on our Sunday best, but we don't have to pretend and be fake. Amen? God wants us to come to him with boldness. But sometimes we think because we didn't do this, we didn't do that, we didn't cross our, we didn't, we didn't dot our I, we didn't cross our T perfectly, that, that we don't have, but, but the scripture says we can come to God honestly and boldly. Sometimes we miss the mark. The devil wants you to feel guilty, but God wants you to be free and honest with him about the issues that we have. Yes, we have lied. Yes, we have cheated. Yes, we have stolen. Yes, we have fill in the blank. Amen? We have done these things, but we come to God and we're like, Lord, if 
Lord, if I have done anything, it's like take the word if out and confess to God and be honest. Come to God through Jesus Christ, honestly, transparently, frankly, bluntly, boldly. But not only boldness, point number two, we have access. Somebody say access. Access. That word access in the Greek means to be able to approach God. We have admission to have access. Now, we don't have access to everything in life, but we don't need that because if we have access to God, I mean, no, that's all we need. Access. God, what, a, what an amazing thing. We have access to God. You know, if I was to roll up, if I was to say, kids, let's get in the car. We're going to go to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Who knows what that is? Thank you. Yes, the White House. We're going to go to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, and I'm going to roll up. I'm going to go knock on the door. Actually, hold on. I got to get through the gate first. Hold on. I got to get I gotta get through the gate first. I'm gonna go roll up. I'm gonna go see. I'm gonna go see uh, the president. Can you please let the president know that Pastor Carlos is here to see him? I need. To, I need to have a word with him. Yeah. What they would do? They would. They have a list, and they would check to see if my name is on that list. And if my name is not on that list, they'd come back. Well, first they'd call security. Said we got a weirdo out here. We got a crazy man here. And they would say, you know, so they, I would not be granted access to see the president because my name is not on that list. Now, if I roll over to Loomis, California, district office of the Nazarene Church and go see Reverend Pastor Reverend Steve. And I roll up over there and I see his secretary, Caitlin, and I say, Caitlin, I'm here to see Pastor Steve. May I have a word with him? She would say, stand by, Pastor Carlos. Let me go notify Reverend Steve that you are here. Yes. And, and, and not only that, she would go. Now, no matter what he's doing or who he's talking to, he would say, excuse me. Give me a second. One of my disciples is here. I'm going to see if everything's OK. Because I have access. Stand, listen to me. God says, when you come in contact with Jesus, you are automatically his child. You are a child of God. You have a relationship with the Most High God. When you have a relationship with him, you can come to him with boldness and access. I thought somebody would get a little more excited than that. I honestly thought some people were going to be jumping up and down. We have boldness and access. We can come to God anytime we want. Amen. We have access. The Apostle Paul says we can go boldly because we have this access. But now we can do it with confidence. Thank you. That word confidence means trust. Oh, that's, oh my God. Confidence means trust. Trust in who? Trust in God. To have the assurance that God has our back. God has my back. The text says we have it through faith. It is faith that moves the heart of God. It's when we trust in our father. It's like having a child and you tell them, jump, trust me. And the little one is like scared, but it, he or she jumps into your arms. It does something to your heart knowing that they trust you. They trust. It's, it's faith that moves the heart of God. Every single one of us are facing a challenge. If I was to ask, if I was to get this microphone and say, okay, 
if you'd like, what are you facing? What's your challenge? What are you going through? What's, what's, what's happening in your life? I believe every single one of us has a challenge. Whatever that is, maybe it's, maybe it's high school, maybe it's, maybe it's our homework, maybe, maybe it's the job, maybe it's the boss, maybe it's, maybe it's the wife. Don't say amen, husbands. Maybe it's the husband. You guys want to counsel later, let me know, okay? All right. <laughs> Mate, whatever that is, we, we got challenges, amen? We got challenges in our life. But I got news for you. If we come to God boldly, no matter what it is, because we come to him boldly, because we have access and we approach him with confidence, not in ourselves, but in him, and have faith that he is going to work it out. Why? Because all things work out for the good to those who love him. Amen. amen? Okay, church, I'm almost finished. I'm going to bring this car into the garage. I'm going to, hold on, I'm going to, if I had a plane, I'm going to bring it into the, in the landing strip. If I had a boat, I'm going to pull up to the dock. Okay, I don't have any of those. If, I'm going to take the dishes, I'm going to put them into the dishwasher. How about that? Is that okay? And all those women said amen. I want to, I want to say this real quick. We need to stop making decisions. When it comes to ministry, when it comes to the things of the Lord, when it comes to God's house, when it comes, we need to stop making decisions based about our future, based on what is going on right now. I'm going to quit. I'm done. No, no, no. We need to stop making decisions about our future based on what is going on right now. Because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, I realize and I know that he has never failed me. And so if he has never failed me, why am I going to quit now? Why am I going to get bitter now? Why am I going to allow the enemy to speak into my life and to, have hold, to take hold? Why now? And I have confidence in that, that he's going to work all things out. I have that confidence. He's going to do it. He's... He has a track record. I can look back on my life and say, man, I, I could have been dead right there. I should have been dead. I should have been taken out. How in the world? I should be, this should have. But, so if he took care, he's going to also take care of me here. Amen. Amen. And I have confidence in that. Noah had to build an ark. They laughed at him. Moses went down to the Red Sea, stretched out his rod, and when Pharaoh's army was behind them, you know, the people that was following Moses were like, what have you done? <sighs> Can you imagine what people said about Sarah when she went shopping in the maternity section at 89 years old, saying she's about to have a baby? Be real. You know, I'm, I'm about to have a baby sooner or later. They're like, <laughs> she got pregnant, what, 90, year, 90 years old? That's why I don't want to hear from any of you 60 or 70 year olds. You could still get pregnant. <laughs> they laughed at David when he stepped out onto the battlefield against Goliath, and all he had was a slingshot and a few stones. When Esther went to the king to proclaim 
the saving of her people, they thought she lost her mind. When the wise men followed the star looking for Jesus, they thought they were crazy. When Peter stepped out into the boat, onto the water, they were talking about him. When the little boy gave his two fish and five loaves of bread, they said, what is that among so much? When the woman had the issue of blood and she was pressing her way to get to Jesus, doing everything she could just to touch, they pushed her aside. When blind Bartimaeus was crying out to Jesus, they said, shut up. When Mary had to tell her fiancé that she was pregnant, he was going to put her away privately. But they all had confidence, not in themselves, but in God. And that's why when it rained, Moses did save people on the ark. Moses, uh, 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 Noah did do that. Moses did stretch out his rod, and guess what? The Red Sea split. David did kill Goliath. Esther did save her people from annihilation. The wise men did follow the star and found the Messiah. Peter did walk on water. Jesus did feed the 5,000 with five loaves of bread and two fish. The woman did get healed with the issue of her blood. Blind Bartimaeus did receive his sight. Mary did give birth to baby Jesus. And you will get the deliverance to your situation also. Because you have a boldness, you have this access, and you're going to go to God with confidence, not in yourself, but in him. Amen. Knowing that he is going to work it out. He's going to take care of the issue. And I'm going to tell you, church, this morning as our sister comes up, we're going to sing a worship song this morning. I got confidence in that. I know the Lord is going to see it through. Because our God can make a way out of no way. Can I get an amen? amen. Our God can make a way out of no way. Amen. And so this morning, we're going to give him the praise and the glory ahead of time. We're in the battle right now. We already know the end of the story. We just don't know what's going to happen with our situation. But we are going to praise his name ahead of time. So this morning... If God has placed something on your heart, I want you to come down to the altar, and I want you to pray. We're going to pray. Matter of fact, I want to, I want to do something a little differently, if you, safely, if you can maybe put on your mask. Or, uh, uh, but I would like us to come down as a church. We're going to pray together. I feel led to pray together, so stand with me, church. And I would like you to come down, if you feel comfortable, come down to the altar, and we're going to pray together. Many of us are going through struggles, issues, and things are going on in our life, but we're going to come to God boldly because we have this access and we're going to do it with confidence this morning. Thank you, church. Yes, come down. Come down to the altar. We're going to pray this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whether you're standing or kneeling, we're going to pray together as a church. Amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, in Jesus' name, I just want to thank you for each of children, Lord. The blood of Jesus, 
Your blood, God, your blessing, God. Your anointing, Lord. Future, I pray in Jesus' name. Healing, God, your healing power, your healing touch. God, your blessing, God, your future in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus right now, the blood of Jesus over your children. The blood of Jesus. Say that with me, church. The blood of Jesus makes me whole. The blood of Jesus cleanses me. Repeat this with me, church. The blood of Jesus makes me whole. The blood of Jesus cleanses me. I repent from anything. And Lord, you know what those are. You know what I have done. Father God, we come before you this morning and we're asking God for your forgiveness. We are asking as a church, Lord, that you would come into this place, that you would fill us, that you would take the world, the things of the world out of our life. You would take those things, God, that we've been putting before you, take them out, and we want to replace them with you. God, we pray, Lord, that we can come, we, 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 we would be reminded this morning that we can come before you with boldness because we have this access with confidence. So right now, church, I want you, whatever is going on in your life, whatever is happening right now, I want you to speak that out quietly, privately. God knows what it is, but you need to speak it. We have not because we ask not. Right now, speak that between you and God. Right now. Whatever that is, whatever that struggle is, whatever is happening, whatever you want God to answer, right now. Do that right now. like having a child if you already know what they've done wrong and you just want to know if they're going to be honest with you what did you do what did you do last night and your kid lies to you you just want them to be honest with you that's all he wants is your honesty be honest with him this morning you repeat with me whether you're here at the altar or out in the in the in the pew right now just repeat with me say dear heavenly father i put my life i put my family's life in your hands i put the situation into your hands and i trust that you are going to work it out i am not going to worry about this i'm not going to stress about this lord it is your problem i give it to you in jesus precious name Amen. Let's give God praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's sing out that chorus, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Ezra, if you can get that on the screen for me. Church, you can go back to your pews, or you can remain praying, whatever you like to do. Great is Thy Faithfulness. Thy faithfulness. Great is Thy faithfulness. Glory.
wonderful to be serving the Lord? I wouldn't want to be doing anything else than serving God. Life is too short. Give me a million dollars, a billion dollars. Well, the Bible says, what is it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? But what's crazy, so many people lose their soul over just getting upset at somebody in the church. They lose their soul by not forgiving somebody, by not doing what's right, by not loving their neighbor as themselves. They lose their soul, not even over a million dollars, but over a conflict. Don't allow that to be us this morning. Let God vindicate. Let God have your back. You do what's right. Amen? Amen. If I or you are doing something wrong, God is going to handle me. God's going to take care of me. You just keep your heart right and let God do the rest. Amen? And so that goes with everything in our lives, with, with our spouses, with our work. Let God handle. And may you keep furthering. May you have purpose. May God continue to grow in you. And may your children be blessed. May your children grow in God and live righteous lives in the last days. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's bow our heads, church. Brother Renan, if you could please come, I'd like you to say a prayer for us this morning, my brother. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Church, I just want you to be blessed. Remember, we have our coffee uh, house in, here in the back. If you'd like to get some coffee or anything, we got pastries. And we just want to say thank you. We love you. All those who are watching online, thank you for joining in. We so appreciate you. We appreciate all those who are not even from Sparks or Reno who are watching. Thank you. We know who you are. We love you. Let's bow our heads, church. Amen. Thank you, Renata. Bendito Padre, Todopoderoso Dios. Hermano, muchas gracias, Señor. Porque podemos gozar de las inescrutables riquezas. Señor de tu evangelio gracias te damos Padre Celestial por la prédica de hoy gracias Señor por tu preciosa palabra protégenos ahora a ir a nuestros hogares que sea, encomendamos esta semana a ti Señor en el nombre de Cristo Jesús Amén 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 Thank you Amén Amén Be blessed this morning Thank you church Thank you
Just a quick reminder, church leaders, we have a quick picture we're going to be taking in front of the church, but please stay right here. Please stay right here. Thank you.